0: Welcome to the One Speed MMA podcast with Lee. yours truly, Flying Smitty, and Carson Wood. Carson Wood, we got a lot coming up this weekend, but not a lot to talk about leading up to it.
1: Um, I think that's okay. I'm really excited for this card. Oh my goodness! Just even the co-main and main event, I would so put excited. the the money down.
0: I would buy two of them just I'd, to watch it. I put the hammer down. We're talking about uh, we're talking about Bel- Belfort versus Gasolim, right? Of course. Yes. Who wouldn't? Who isn't talking about that fight <laughs> and the title implications and the uh, the dad bod implications? Uh-huh. Uh, who was on that card too? I mean, wow, it's going to be crazy. All right, all Brazil guys, dad bods. All the, the all Brazil non T R T card. Um, as you guys know, UFC two hundred nine is coming up this weekend. We got Woodley and Thompson for the rematch.
1: More um. Can I ask you a question starting right off on that? Yeah, man. Me um, and Paul. Wait, this card? What's that? In this fight. Yeah. All right. Me and Paul were getting into this on the other
0: podcast. <laughs> um, Paul was arguing MMA. Oh uh, no! I asked him about it. Okay.
1: Because um, I was wondering, do you think that there in MMA there has to be ties, um, especially for title fights? No.
0: You think there shouldn't be? I think, I think as long as something goes to the judges, it's flawed and that goes with boxing uh um, but you have to do something Olympics. because they're
1: not all going to end in a I'm just saying if something yeah, gets yeah. in so a tie. I
0: believe that you have to do something. Yes. I can I can understand where this conversation is going. What
1: solutions would you would you have? I was cuz will let you know some of my thoughts that I had. Either one sudden I'm,
0: death. What's that? Sudden death. They just leg kicks. Some, yeah, until someone put, falls. <laughs> yeah, everyone puts their thumbs up and if it goes down then you kill them and if it well didn't they think that historically they had that incorrect? If it was up, it was death. And if it was down, it was...
1: And I get it's a different culture because I was talking to Paul about, like, you have to beat the champion. That's what you... Like, if you're if you're uh, Thompson, you have to go out there and beat the champion. Mm-hmm. That's just something you have to do. But at the same time, I think five rounds is stupid. And I think that they... If you're training and you're fighting three rounds your whole career and then finally when you become a champion, you have to fight five, it just changes the way you fight. Yeah. Um not to always talk about Conor but it, like I don't love him but like that kind of fighting actually takes away from him moving forward because he's definitely more of like a 1st rounder yeah, yeah. two
0: two round three round fighter.
1: And then they have to tw- change the way that they play the game and we don't get the same fight. And so I think that they should one do three rounds and then if it's a tie they should do a fourth because I think it's
0: too much to ask somebody to fight for 30 minutes. Uh, see, I loved Pride give them 10 minutes right off the bat. And if they, no one can finish in that 10 minutes, you give them a a five minute, a five minute extra round. And I mean, your cardio has to be good enough to go 10 minutes. And most of those fights, I mean, I can't say most of them. I honestly don't know how many, how many fights in pride went to decision, but some of the best knockouts and some of the the best fights of the big fighters that came over to the UFC were in pride. That's one thing that I actually liked about that. Instead of having three, five round fights, have a, a 10 minute fight If you're not, if your cardio is not good, you're most likely going to give up before the end of the fight, or you're going to slow down enough to to get caught with something.
1: Mostly, my point on that is though, I just don't think that you should change for. I don't think that there should be a thing of championship rounds, and if there is something that ends in a tie, or even if you say there are championship rounds, it's pretty much impossible to ask somebody, I think, to fight for thirty minutes. You'd have to do a reduced, like essentially, like you said, like a sudden death round. Mm -hmm. But we get what we get now. And I am really excited for this entire card.
0: Um, going back to what you said with you have to beat the champion, I believe that that's true. And the reason I believe that... Well, I don't believe that that's true anymore. That's definitely changed over the last little bit. Like, if you, But if you remember in the GSP-Anderson Silva fights, Anderson Silva didn't usually go to decision. But GSP especially, who after he won the fight and lost to, to Matt Sayer, came back to, to win it again, he went to decision almost all of his fights. Mm-hmm. Because you had to beat him Johnny Hendricks everyone thought had beat him You know he would just kind of stay on the outside Or out wrestle you know Dan Hardy he out wrestled But he never, really, he never really Finished anybody And I think that that's where that Like hey you know if you want that belt You've got to beat the champion and That really I think started around the GSP time And I think it's a very boxing mentality right Where boxing going to decision With the, with the champion rope doping Or kind of running you know and then Waiting to exhaust them and I think that's a very championship mentality as well, right? Five rounds, you let the, the, the competitor throw themselves out for the first two rounds, and then you come back in and during the championship rounds because you've been there and you understand you know, the hype and, and the pacing of a championship fight where a contender doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's almost you know like the Super Bowl, right? The Patriots come in and they, they've played in more Super Bowls and they understand more of how it works and the, the electricity of the crowd and so on and so forth. But they don't
1: play more time
0: during the last game of the season. That's a good point. There's not like... Unless there's it's not... that one game where there's like an extra... Like, what was it? An extra down in the there's Seattle the Steelers game? Yeah. <laughs> Except for that game. Except for that game. History. uh yo yeah, oh, no, man. This card... Everything about this card, man. Even over him Hunt to begin with. Like, that's crazy to me. That's... I mean, going back to the K1 Grand Prix where over beat Hunt. Way back in the day. I mean, these guys are like... Old school, old school, and you know what? Most likely, one of them will retire. <laughs> it's a running theme with me. If Oberim loses, retire it. If Uberim loses, he's got, he's got to retire. No, you retire the joke. I'm, I will not. You do it. I will not retire my <laughs> retirement joke. Um, who do you got in that fight? Hunt versus O'Brian. Mark Hunt. Obviously, both of them are not at the their heyday anymore. I think Mark Hunt. I think it's interesting that Mark Hunt took this fight, especially after complaining Brock Lesnar was on steroids <laughs> when Alistair Overeem has been known in his career. And he might not be anymore. Like, who cares? You know, unless he gets caught, let's just say he's not on them anymore. Overeem is no more. But, I don't like, think he cares
1: that Brock was on steroids. I think that he cares that the UFC knew. Yeah, because... And they he, still I let mean, him in there before. Him. Yeah, one. And didn't disclose it to him. I think if you told him, you're like, hey, Brock's on steroids, he probably would have been like, Okay. Well, he didn't
0: even get, like, what do you say? I didn't even get part of his $13 million or whatever he got paid.
1: Yeah. I you mean, mean, you're getting paid less to fight a guy that's on steroids. It's just, it's not a fair... I, honestly, I think if you would have told him even before, like, right before, like before he stepped up, he be like, hey, Brock's on steroids, we know. And he'd probably be like,
0: okay. Okay, brother. Okay, brother. <laughs> yeah, man, I just... I mean, it's now a no contest, so at least he got it, he, he got it turned over. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mark Hunt's career has been awesome, but I mean, he beat my, my Frank Mir, who's also on steroids. He beat Antonio Silva, who had to use TRT, but couldn't use it anymore. He lost to Stipe. He lost to Verdum. He beat Roy Nelson. He beat Stefan Struve. He beat Chuck Congo. So basically, he beat Ben Rothwell. So other than like the middle of the pack, he hasn't really beat any of the top of the top. And so I don't. This is going to be an interesting fight because it could go either way. And Overeem is going to freak in, stand in front of him, and they're going to they're going to swing. But I think I think Overeem's. I th- yeah, no, I think over If Overeem keeps his distance and throws his kicks, I think he can do this. If he gets anywhere near to Markant, Hunt, Markant's going to TKO him.
1: You can't keep Mark Hunt off long enough to, I think, Mar- Mark Hunt has to land one.
0: He's explosive, man. He looks so slow and just kind of like he trudges along, and all of a sudden he just like plants and just goes, and he can throw a, a, a combo so quick for how big he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a guy I played soccer against today. Jace, Jace Wilson? No.
1: Much much fatter than him. <laughs> Had the best feet in the world. But man. when he
0: wanted to go, he wanted to go?
1: Like No, it was ridiculous. Like, it was just like the fastest feet in the world. Like, I'm trying to cover him, and it's like, oh, I'll just cover his right. He, he always goes right. And then he just went left and ripped it with his left. It was amazing. <laughs> what the hell happened? That's what Mark Hunt did. That's what Mark Hunt does. The kid in purple shorts at my soccer game. The kid in the purple um, shorts. And then we have uh, the Vanada versus Paddle. Time Moore.
0: I'm all in on Vanada, man. Uh, no, uh, this is Timur, Moore, David Tamir, Tim He's from Sweden. He fought here in Salt Lake City. That's mm-hmm. why I figured I'd remember his name. Um, he didn't look super good until the second round when he knocked that dude out by a head kick, and that was probably the best fight and the best finish of that card.
1: I'm not saying I'm all in on that Venata's going to win. I think he will, but I'm all
0: in on him. As, I'm a fan of him. This is an exciting fight. Um, the only thing that I think Venata has going his way is when he fought McDessie, who was also a karate guy, he knocked him out by a head kick. So all of these, all of these crotty guys and i don't think he's crotty but he's uh he's definitely a kick based fighter um Tim Moore is and so i'm excited for this i think lando's faster and more unorthodox and so i think he can catch him with something but i wouldn't sleep on timor either i mean he's he's a he's a fun fighter to watch he beat jason novelli in the second round and he didn't look great in the first round but uh, that second round was awesome
1: yeah, uh, like I was saying, I'm not saying that he is he, – he's a Muay Thai guy, by the way. I was looking that up. That's what it's listed in his bio. Um, yeah. I don't think that – I think Vinod is going to win. I'm not like 100% sold on it. I'm just saying he's he – I'm kind of buying into the fan favorite hype. I really do like him.
0: He's looked good. I mean, if there's a, if there's a – a card though to take, or if there's a fight to take an underdog, it's definitely in that one because both of these guys are new. They're both kickers. They're both kind of unorthodox, um, and they both have something to prove in this fight. And so that one's super exciting. I think mm-hmm. that should have been the opening fight, honestly. Um, but I understand that Overeem Hunt is Overeem Hunt is going to get a lot of buys, um, but I don't. Or even Evans Kelly should have been first. I think because, I mean, I. If I'm a scheduler, I understand people are going to buy this card right off the bat, and they're going to tune in immediately to watch the rest of this card. However, if I'm a casual fan, I don't know if I tune in, you know, at eight o'clock to watch a fight card. I think
1: you also have to just take in flow though, because I think Overeem Hunt could very easily go three rounds. I think Venada, uh, Taimur are that's maybe the most likely of the first three fights to go decision, and then Evans Kelly probably goes decision. And then yeah. you have the main fight. So I think it's just like kind of a. They're hoping I think the Venata Time War one ends in. Uh, ends, it's flashy. Essentially it's flashy. Yeah.
0: Well, the first two are. I don't see Overeem versus Hunt going three rounds.
1: I think it very easily could. And then it's if that's the case, then it's Overeem's. Um, oh yeah, it's Overeem's fight. Absolutely. Uh, I think it very easily could go five.
0: Why do I feel like Daniel Kelly's been around for a really, really long time? Got that presidential chin. Look at that. He's Australian, though. Well, so they he, have presidents. His loss, uh, he's fought a bunch of nobodies. Antonio Carlos Jr., Steve Montgomery, Chris Camozzi. At least he beat him. Um, and then he lost to Sam Alvey. In, but I feel like maybe not. 2014. So he has been around since 2014. I don't know what he's really been doing, About two fights a year. Um, I don't know what this means to freaking Rashad Evans. And it doesn't bode well, right? I mean, he got creamed in his last fight but the thing that i worry about with him is um where does he go if he loses what do you do from here if you're it's his first time in this in this division 185 i mean he's he's trying to reestablish himself yeah he's all right
1: i think even if he takes a loss here he's all right he's building a case in that division he's he's he's
0: rashad evans he's not
1: going anywhere he should have been in that division, in my
0: opinion. He hasn't fought in almost a year, though, but he... Because uh, he got injured, right? He was supposed to come back against Little Little Nog. He was supposed to come back against somebody, and he got injured.
1: Um, yeah, the last person he fought was Glover. But, um, yeah, and
0: he got careened.
1: I, I think that it's probably for maybe a year and a half now. I, th- I feel like he should have been at 185, but he knows his body and his career better than I do, but I think that he should have been fighting at 185 for a while. Yeah. Another one of those prime examples of a like a middleweight that not a middleweight fighter. I mean like a weight in between light heavyweight and middleweight that he would have been like a champion yeah. at 190 if they did 180 190. He won 200. the
0: ultimate fighter at heavyweight.
1: Mhm. Well, most of them
0: do. Yeah, they they usually fight outside of their I mean after he he was just so good. He beat Forrest Griffin for the belt, knocked him out. He beat Chuck Liddell. He beat Michael Bisbing, which is kind of odd. Oh, is it? he is one uh, of the most athletic fighters in far. the
1: UFC. Like he was so
0: fast. If it wasn't for Jon Jones, he probably would have had the belt for a little while. And then after that, it's almost like a, it's almost like a really good or Leota Machida. <laughs> yeah, good point. Leota Machida took him out too. Dan Henderson. I mean, he beat Chael Sonnen. He really had a really interesting career after he lost to John Jones. He beat or he lost to uh, Antonio Rogério Nogueira, and I remember that it was a terrible fight. Um, he beat Dan Henderson. He beat Chael Sonnen, and then lost to Ryan Bader and lost to Glover Teixeira, which is really bizarre to me because if you look at it and you look at Del- Dan Henderson and Chael Sonnen now. It's like, really, those were the top of the division back then? That's a little odd. I mean, but all the way back in 2013, I mean, that's long enough ago where they actually still mattered. Yep. Five years ago. I mean, he barely crazy. To Dan Henderson, too. Or no, he beat no, Dan, be, Henderson be Dan Henderson by split decision. Yeah, yeah. yeah he barely beat Dan Henderson. But that was TRT Dan Henderson as well. I don't know. I'd like to see him keep going to 185. He would. Yeah, he, I mean, he was one of the most naturally talented, almost like Tyron Woodley, right? Back in the day, just naturally talented wrestler that just was seemingly dominant and then kind of became his own worst enemy. Did you watch it? The Embedded, by the way? Uh-uh. His son, dude. A kid has got a bootay for yeah.
1: days. They're in the little wrestling one, and, like, he... Dude, that guy has just power in his legs. Yeah. He won the whole thing, and apparently they, they brought... Uh, go back and watch it. It's funny because they get... Um, his wrestling coach, who's been retired for 20 years, to come out of retirement just
0: for his son. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a pretty good embedded. That's awesome. I mean, he seems like a super likable dude. And then he says something like, Dana White's a prima donna. And it's like, dude. <laughs> and on our Twitter, I put, hello, pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> Tyron Woodley is probably one of the biggest prima donnas in the entire freaking UFC, and he's calling Dana White a prima donna. It's pretty freaking ridiculous. I mean, if there's one person that that plays the race card more than anybody else, it's definitely Tyron Woodley, more than anybody. And the hard the thing is, is more than what's her bucket? Pena? Piny- no, who's a? Uh, oh, Angela it. Hill. Yeah. No, cuz she's on his side. She doesn't usually place a race card. She just jumps on his back. More and, than Lauren and Hill. Him. I hear she just Definitely not. Him. She doesn't even want white kids. She said <laughs> she'd like drowned them, didn't she? I she don't said know. some weird ass thing. But like you look at Rashad Evans, you look at John Jones when they were coming up. I mean, they paved the way for Tyron Woodley. And when he was in Strike Force, they were winning belts. And that you never heard them say that they were getting treated different cuz of race. It's weird. Well, where's where's Rashad from? He's from the south, right? Yeah, in like Florida. I that's where or he's trained now. Out of
1: Boca Raton, but where is he from? I don't
0: know. I mean, but look me. at OSP. He's from Louisiana, for goodness' <clears> sake, <throat> and he's never said a word. Niagara. He's from New York.
1: And that's the thing. Is my whole point is the whole Tyron Woodley thing about? I thought it was more yeah. like a location issue because, like you said, because you wanted Jones to go fight did, south the south in New York. First and,
0: yeah. So in New York. Yeah, Rashad was from New York, and so is John Jones. Um, OSP's from Louisiana, and you never saw him. Like, why are you not taking me down to Louisiana? Why are you not doing this? And it's like... I mean, I... Uh, had, that's yeah, the other
1: Rashad's from New no, York as well. Yeah,
0: that's what I said. That's what I was saying while you were looking it up. You know. You know things. <laughs> no, I looked it up here first. You know things. But, I mean, good for him for being like... But, I mean, didn't they... Didn't we look it up and they had just been to Atlanta or something like that?
1: Well, No, my whole point was that he had just got the belt.
0: Like and he was calling fights, and he was calling where he wanted to fight, and he was...
1: Well, it's like he's wanting a payday, and it's like, well, it's like coming here for, to fight. You're not going to get a huge payday off of, like, there's not going to be a ton of sales. There's not going to be a full stadium. You get either get a fight in Vegas or you get to go fight in a smaller venue and have a lower card and not get paid as much off of pay-per-view buys. It's like you either want to get paid or you want to perform for your race, your people, your town, your city, whatever. They You don't typically get both of them unless you live in metropolises.
0: Yeah. You want to know what I was just thinking about hmm. that's super weird? So Vegas is about to get its first sports team. Wait, no, it's not. Las Vegas Raiders, right? Are they finally going to actually move over there?
1: It's looking like he gets. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it, it's very interesting to me that no one wanted a professional sports team there because there's too many uh, tourists and too many people traveling, right? It's too hard to, to have a a set fan base. But, boxing matches and MMA matches and anything that's kind of like a, uh offshoot kind of, uh, not mixed martial arts, but uh, combat sport seems to do really well in Vegas. Like, they do wrestling tournaments in Vegas I it's very interesting to me that they don't feel like a sports team would do well there because no one has any like um, draw or any connection with Vegas outside of like the Strip and stuff. But boxing and MMA would do so well for, to get people to fly in and spend you know a weekend or whatever else there. Well, I think that makes total sense though. Well, because the, opposite, the, the same reason a sports team wouldn't do well there, a one off performance would
1: or even just a couple times a year, because you're getting people to fly in because it's a destination. Mostly, like, week in, week out, the people that are going to be supporting the Raiders, Oakland sure is not coming out there. Mm. And there's not... an Like, most people are like... It's like transplants when you're losing your hair. (laughs) That's what Vegas is. Post versus... People just aren't... Like, the transplants there just aren't going to typically come out and support the Raiders. Um, And most people there aren't, like, super rich. They're mostly... They're doing tables and stuff like that, or they just come in and then they leave, and they because we knew a ton of people like the that. They fly that into would, the weekend, yeah, and make their money and leave. So I just there, there's not a lot of of uh, ownership of a team out there. When you the also ha-
0: hate the strip, if you live there, yes, but I don't think it'll be on the
1: strip. Um,
0: Isn't that <laughs> right? Where it is is it's like right downtown? Oh, is
1: it? I, is, are they doing the T-Mobile Arena? Is that what they're using? I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I mean,
0: the Fertitta brothers are geniuses.
1: Um, I think more is what they're trying to do is because I think they want us in Utah, they want the rest of Nevada and I think they're trying to pull more from like our states from Idaho and stuff like that as from well. the
0: from th- those that don't have a professional team. It, well, yeah, but are like, you ever gonna support the Las Vegas Raiders?
1: No, that's the whole point. Um think about it like this. Uh Paul does, is not going to fly out to Wisconsin to see a Green Bay game, especially because they are like sold out for forty years. But he would go to Vegas when they. Fly he can out go to Vegas. Play, like yeah. they're literally sold out in Green Bay for like forty years.
0: Um, so they'll be the only home home team with a more of an away crowd than a home crowd. Oh no, they won't be the only one. The <laughs>
1: Jacksonville Jaguars are that way.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's because those stupid helmets.
1: That that's possibly it, and also <laughs> nobody gives a rip about them. But um, I mean I. And it it is kind of interesting for, for that very reason, because like if you support a Floyd Mayweather, um, how many times does he fight a year? Like, oh yeah, let's go to Vegas and watch Floyd.
0: The one time a year, he yeah, fights, or, or one time every three years. We can go get years messed
1: fights. up, or like you could just even if you are just gonna go out there just for the experience, you can do the fan expos and stuff like that. You can catch different things it's while you're there, you are out there. So,
0: I guess that I, that does make plenty of sense. Right after I said it, I was kind of like, yeah, for the same reason, a, a team wouldn't work. Something like this would. You know, I think st- you should
1: make the stadium closer to like Henderson and stuff and not like right off the strip. Yeah. I, I think you want to kind of get more away from
0: the strip in my opinion, but it's almost like the same reason it's almost like the same reason when you go to a, a home stadium of, say, like a Court McGee or whatever else, you don't see a bunch of you don't see a bunch of Reebok jerseys. One, they're Reebok jerseys, but two, it's very difficult for everyone in an arena to get behind the one person in their state or whatever it is. I mean not only are they expensive compared to the Reebok thing, but the chances of them coming to your state and you getting a, a, kit, a Reebok kit in time to actually have all of it is pretty slim to none. And so it's weird to me that they would have uniforms, and I think we discussed this, where they actually have the uniforms for the guys when you're never going to see an entire stadium sold out or an entire stadium with one guy's jersey on. they just um, so ugly, too. I, I think it's the stupidest idea. I actually like the Tops. They're not bad. Yeah, they are. If they were <laughs> just spell some... Na- if, they would just spell if my some shoes are bad
1: and you get a... Yeah. And you get a uh, tuck heat on my shoes that I got oh, before no, the no. sponsorship deal, <sighs> you don't get to like those stupid-ass tops. I will, never, I will tops. never buy
0: anything from Reebok just because. Just because they've made so many screw-ups, there would be no way I would ever buy something from them.
1: I want them just to do away with all those sponsorships in general and just let people sponsor themselves
0: again, so I'm not going to support it. So we can, um, we can watch Condom Depot again. We do not agree on this aspect. The thing that irritates me, and we'll get into this real quick, is the fact that the UFC can get sponsors all over their ring that are not on the clothing, but the, U, the UFC can make a ton of money off of freaking advertising in their ring, but the guys can't advertise on their shorts. I, I'm, the even me.
1: I'm even fine We've talked about this at, like, just yeah. nauseam. But mm-hmm. um, I'm even fine with them saying no nothing on your shorts. But give them the stupid board behind, like, their, yeah. that their, that their uh, corner holds up. It's
0: stupid. Let's talk about the most um, important upcoming fight, and that's going to be Cub Swanson versus Artem Lobov in Nashville. I'm excited. It almost, almost lost its headlining spot. Artem Lobov, if there's anyone that deserves a, a headlining spot, it's someone that's, like, 13 and 17, he definitely deserves this freaking... Moves the needle. Moves that needle. He's going to bring Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor's going to bring, you know...
1: Cub Swanson didn't even headline here. Is he from Nashville? Where the hell is he from? No,
0: I don't know where he's from. And
1: what was the other fight you said there? Maya versus... Da- yeah,
0: Damian Maya versus Jorge Masvidal. That's got kind of the announced. main event. Who knows? And everyone that was like... Awesome. obviously, awesome. Yeah, everyone was like, finally, this has a main event.
1: Why, are, why do we go to that stupid card, and we're not talking about uh, Khabib versus Tony... Why, why do we move away from that? That's what's exciting. You <laughs> I to just stupid had to stupid Nashville. Man, I, had to, I had
0: to make a joke before we got into this. So let's get into the history of what is Khabib versus Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. Let's
1: talk about it. This is what? Like, what do you want to know? Three, next, years in the, three years in the making? It's been a while. I don't think it's been quite that
0: long, but it's been a while for the two of them. So they were supposed to fight. I think I just saw that it was in 2014. And Tony, Khabib was the first one to get injured. And that's when... Uh, actually, no, Tony Ferguson, that was the joke. Tony Ferguson was the first one to get injured. And that's why Kabib had to, feat, to fight Daryl Horcher. He beat Daryl Horcher, and Tony Ferguson was giving him a hard time because he fought a nobody. And basically, Kabib was like, you know what? I'm just trying to stay spry. I had ring rust. I just wanted to get back in there. You'll have your time. Well, And then they were supposed to fight again, and Khabib got injured. Khabib. And then Tony Ferguson had to fight Lando Venata. And if it was it, that uh, Harley Davidson promotion there in the middle of the ring almost took out Tony Ferguson. <laughs> it was real slick. Almost almost knocked him out. And then we got these guys going into real fights, man. Tony Ferguson just made a fool of Rafael Dos Anjos. Just made him look. I mean, he beat. It was. It still went five rounds. And it was still fight of the night. But Rafael Dos Anjos had no chance.
1: I'm just kind of like Well, and yeah, and then uh also uh
0: Tony Ferguson dominated Michael Johnson. No, could be dominated Michael Johnson. Yeah, that's Johnson. what I said could be sorry, if I didn't say could be that's what I meant. Um He almost yeah, was got knocked audience. out in the first round though.
1: Yeah. Um I'm just kinda of sick of these two, like saying the other one's not good. Like you know they both respect each other. Like, oh, yeah. You can still talk crap. I love that. But, like, stop saying that That Khabib's wrestling's not good. Like, shut up. Shut up. M- maybe the most effective, like, MMA wrestling that we've seen since GSP um, or that you're not afraid of Tony's, like, boxing. Like, he's good. Let's just, like, stop the nonsense. That's what
0: happens when you're from Dagestan, man, and you don't have to do anything except for get paid a whole bunch of money by freaking... Dagestani mafia members um, And if you ever lose in MMA You can join their mafia Is that what it is? is that what you do? Yeah There's all kinds of people That are like X MMA people Murder someone for the mob Or like <laughs> X MMA gym Not really MMA gym Just the front for the mob <laughs> Like yeah If you look at The the one uh, What's it Karim
1: oh, What is his name? Benzema
0: Is that who it is? No it's no, ben- yeah. <laughs> Benzema Benzema no, there's a, an MMA journalist that writes all about Russia, and he's actually he writes some really interesting articles. He's writes on some of the only ones I actually care about reading, and I can't remember what his name is. So go ahead and talk, and I'm gonna find it.
1: Um, how do you feel about Khabib's family not being let in? I think it's really stupid. His dad isn't personally. I don't really care about his. Are they from one of ones. the
0: seven the seven nations that aren't let let in? They're from Russia. I'm just joking, because they're Dagestani freaking mafia. And, I mean. I don't. It's because they're Muslim. Muslim thing. The thing is, is yeah, maybe that, maybe that is it. I don't mind because his dad talks a lot. So to me, it's like you know what, like I don't care if he can't come in. Good. That means he can't just like tell us all of the reasons why his son's better and talk when he shouldn't. That's all I'm saying. Like I don't care that he's not coming in. Um. Where
1: is this? I, I, I kind of, I don't like the dad part just because it's like he—that's who corners him. But his um, dad just
0: seems more douchey than he is. Eh. But of course, Chris Wadman's dad did come in and go, "This is still my son," <laughs> which everyone still makes fun of all the time.
1: Is that I didn't know about that meme? Is that like on par with the uh, Kevin or the Kevin Durant? You the real MVP?
0: Yeah, but it's more—it's more when someone loses and their family member makes a comment. They always point out Chris Weidman's dad. Have you never seen it afterwards? I think
1: I have, but I don't remember it. Where he
0: like grabs it and like grabs the mic and pulls it over, and he's like, "This is my, this is still my son. I'm still proud of him," or something <laughs> like that. And it's like, "Okay, dude, like, this isn't your thing. This is your son's, and I understand that you're trying to be supportive, but be supportive after. Like, don't try and take the mic and and take freaking. Well, like
1: anybody was trying to say that he wasn't his son,
0: right? Exactly." Like, oh no, he lost. I'm done. I don't know you anymore. When you were rich and starting to make money, I really wanted to be involved. But now that I you're no longer on the When was it when trust. he lost to Rockhold? Yeah, his first his first loss.
1: Maybe he thought it was like a Highlander situation. Now he had to he had to father Rockhold at that point.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to take care of him. Not gonna do it. I still have my son. Not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this is this fights like. Five years? No, four years in the making, something like that, which no. is just absolutely... No. Yeah, look, go back to go back to when freaking Khabib had to fight Daryl Horcher. When was that? What year? You forget how fast time flies in the freaking MMA world when these guys only fight twice a year. No, Daryl Horcher, two thousand sixteen. I take that back. You better. So went fast. It was it was only a year in the making. I thought it was way more than that. These guys just stayed super active, so I guess that'll do it.
1: Well, it's weird though because Khabib was out for so long with his knee injuries, and then out for so long because of Ramadan.
0: Ramadan, Ramadan, that's the awful
1: part. Is we're we're gonna get hit right with that right at the
0: most inopportune <clears throat> time. When did this? Why was Fox Sports reporting this as an interim fo- belt fight? I mean, shouldn't Fox Sports know the inside track to this? And why is were it they hot wh- though? I and thought that Jan- would piss Connor off. No, it's not. Right? They don't Jan- have a picture of them with the belts on the I'm on about,
1: I'm all card. about them not doing interim belts unless they're going to strip – like just strip somebody else of their belt if
0: interim's stupid. I agree. I, I agree completely. It wouldn't make any sense to make this – an. I mean – from a marketing standpoint, it does because then there's more more of it. And when you take pictures, both of them have their belts and but blah, blah, blah. Out.
1: But they're giving them out so frequently now, it's losing all. It's like calling PewDiePie a racist. Like, you're <laughs> taking away the real, like, the word as it's used for real racists. Like, you're taking away from the real champions. If everybody's a champion, then nobody's a champion. It's stupid.
0: No, everyone's a champion, no one's a champion. That's true. But, you remember, we pointed this out, right? There was an actual time when there was like a million interim champions.
1: There should be zero.
0: Um,
1: Like an Oprah Winfrey special. One of the fights.
0: (laughs) You get a belt. You get a belt. Everybody gets a belt. There's actually one fight on the undercard that I'm interested in. It is um, Tyson Pedro versus Paul Craig. So, Paul Craig just won an impressive fight against, what was the guy's name? I think he was undefeated until he beat him. He beat Enrique de Silva. And Enrique de Silva looks pretty good. And Paul Craig came in there and put on a clinic. He looked really good. Tyson Pedro beat your boy Khalil Roundtree. And he looked really good in his first fight. So these two are both like 5-0. and oh. And they're fighting in the five-pass prelims. My wife's going to be really unhappy about that because... She has Saturday off and has already expressed disinterest in watching the fights. And I'll be watching. I told her they start at eight, but I'll most likely be watching from four o'clock on. Really? I, I like. I don't uh, think I, I like the fight pass prelims. I like fight pass. I usually like the fight pass prelims because my wife is working, and I can. Wa- those are the first ones I can watch uninterrupted. I'll be working until five thirty, so. You used to be cool. What happened? I actually
1: gotta uh, talk to Scott. I'm be going to the Harry or the uh, Pokemon Symphony. <laughs> Is that that day? I gotta
0: check. It better not be, man. Are you really gonna miss this card? It'll probably be over before these two fights go on, right? You'll be wa- listening to the Pokemon Symphony and watching these fights on your phone in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Can you
1: imagine. I need to up my cell phone planned unlimited data for this month.
0: That's right. Or connect to the uh the Orchestra Wi Fi. Somehow find it. Passwords Obo two thousand sixteen. Don't, don't give me
1: bad news. I haven't don't seen give me bad news. I haven't news. seen shit.
0: It is the same day. What time does it end? Ten? Ah, it's at seven. Are you going to the early oh no, it's right oh. right in the time. My wife will be happy. No. It means I'll be watching this alone. Or potentially at, at uh, Sean's house. Two hours with intermission. <laughs> no. You got to catch a mile in two hours, my man.
1: It's going to be pretty awesome, to be fair.
0: You got to catch a mile in two hours.
1: I'm going to take my game. Do you think they'll let me play my Game Boy during the symphony? <laughs>
0: they should. <laughs> They should. They should play it to the levels that you walk to as you get to different uh Play Lavender to Town. Lengths. Yeah. That's what they should be doing.
1: I'm at Lavender Town. I wouldn't be in Lavender Town. I'm not going back and playing that game.
0: Um, I'd be cruising up and down the coast trying to find a Mewtwo. God. That's what I'd be doing. Damn it. <laughs> Piss Poor Planning. That's like my favorite card. Piss Poor Planning. I'll be watching it. I'll be texting you updates on it. Don't.
1: I'm going to watch it the next day on... Um, I'm to pay for
0: it. How are you going to watch it the next day?
1: Pay for it.
0: You, you probably... But they, they don't have it the next day. They will. Of course they will. On Streamable? Yeah. Uh, no. Not on ours? Yes. Really? Yeah, they'll show it. Why wouldn't they? Because someone has to stream it. Yeah. W- no. I got hundreds um, of channels.
1: I don't, I don't think it's going to be an issue. They'll just I show the replays. I didn't know that they...
0: Oh, I guess, yeah. They, I they guess. better. Or Global or whatever. I've never seen a replay for it. Otherwise, I'd be watching it Sunday morning when my wife's at work. Nonetheless, who wins? Khabib Nurmagomedov or Ferguson? Um, I
1: want Tony, Obvi, as listeners of the program will remember how much I have. I get downstairs excited about watching his fights. Dude, I've been a
0: Khabib fan since forever. Um, since he was picking fights with the Diaz brothers. I
1: think I just hated him ever since he came out and started calling Pettis out after he won the belt and he's like you're dodging me fight me and he's like bro I just told you like is this guy not speaking English I just <sighs> told him I'd fight him I don't know why he's yelling at me I don't
0: think he understood him
1: uh, he 100% did it was very clear he said you're dodging me You will you fight me and he goes yes there's no misunderstanding there um, I didn't really like him since then but I, sure think, said, Duh. I think I uh, think Khabib's gonna win
0: oh really I do, even though you're Ferguson, a big Ferguson fan. If, I just K- never... if Khabib gets hands on him, it's over. But he's got to he's got to get past K- freaking Ferguson's punching power in order to get inside. But I I I think he's too powerful, and I think he frustrates Tony Ferguson, pinning him on the ground the entire time.
1: I don't know. Um, wanna... I just think he's going to take probably like three rounds to two is what I think is going to happen.
0: You want to know what I really hope happens? I hope that Khabib takes him down and and basically wrestles him for however many rounds they're fighting and it just builds more bad blood because Tony Ferguson says he didn't fight him.
1: Do you want to know the reason why I kind of want Khabib to win? Because you want him to beat Conor McGregor? I think he has a better shot of beating Conor.
0: Oh, definitely. Almost
1: definitely. But I think they both have a chance of beating (laughs) him. Did you
0: light the storage unit on fire? Almost definitely. Almost definitely.
1: I think they both have a good shot of beating Conor, but I think Khabib (laughs) has a better shot.
0: I, I I can agree with that. We've seen that strikers can't hang with Conor McGregor. His timing is just too good. Mm. Nate or uh, yeah, Nate did. Nate took him Nate did in the second round he caught him after he tied himself out and then he took him down. Well no he didn't. He he,
1: he was shot on because he was outstriking him. Because he him. was
0: outstriking him. But in the second round after he had exhausted himself. He totally outstruck Nate in the first round.
1: And Nate outstruck him in the second. Yeah. That's why he shot on him. But he got tired is the wrong strategy. Oh though. no! Absolutely, that was the dumbest um, thing you could have possibly done. <clears throat> but uh, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Khabib by far got the best. Could you imagine though having that that fight somewhere in between Ireland and Russia, where the, all the Russian fans could get there and all the Irish fans could get there? That would be madness, absolute madness. Let's you know, somewhere it. like Vegas. <laughs> uh,
1: let's do it in um, Dagestan. Let's no. Let's do it in. Norway? No, I want something like I want yeah, East North.
0: European. Austria, Vienna. Give me Turkey. Czech Republic, would be <laughs> badass man. Turkey, <laughs> Turkey of all places. What do we do? Muslim versus Christian? Just straight up in Turkey.
1: Mm. Is Connor Christian?
0: Probably. I don't know. Did he rent a cross for the last press conference? I don't know. That's the thing. Is he? I don't know. I highly doubt he's a religious person. He would. Argue. You gotta be. He would have already. He would have crosses, tattoos, or he'd thank God for whatever. And you
1: know, I think he's declared himself God. So I think. Yeah, uh, that's true. I don't know what he is, and I don't really care one way or another. I just think it'd be interesting to do it. Like, do it, do it in Israel, and have him just convert to convert to Judaism. Do it
0: in the uh, what is the uh, weird place where they're trying to build more houses in between Pakistan and Israel? That if they build, if Israel builds more houses, then anyway, it's in all kinds of news right now. They just have him do it there. And then whoever wins gets that land. Okay. Let's let's put some real. I'm sure Trump can make it happen. Trump, we know you listen to this podcast. Make it happen. Do it. Let's fight for the land between Israel and Pakistan.
1: <laughs> um, who do you have? You think Khabib, you want Khabib? You think he's going to win?
0: Tony Ferguson's a great striker, but I think Khabib gets hands on him and holds him down. Just like he did with Michael Johnson, just like he's done with about everybody else he's ever fought, he did the same thing with <coughs> Dos Anjos. He's done. I mean, I think he, Tony is the record. smartest
1: fighter that he's fought so far, though. So if there is anybody that has a chance of beating Khabib, I think it is Tony and Connor, for that matter. At this point, I can't deny Connor, but um, that to be clear, that might sound like a contradiction. I think he has the best chance of beating Connor, but Connor also probably has the best chance of beating Khabib.
0: Yeah. I mean, no matter who wins this fight, the next the next fight is going to sell big time. Um, because these two together took a fight that no one would have cared about a, a year and a half ago and has built me. it up.
1: I've been excited forever.
0: I mean, I've been excited for the return of Khabib for forever because I remember being really big on him and especially when everyone said RDA, he'd be RDA before he was RDA, which was a joke to me. And I pointed that out. Go back to the other podcast where I call everyone out and call them stupid because they were. Um, <laughs> anyway, that I've been high on him since then. Since he tried to pick a fight with the freaking Diaz brothers. Since like he's just he he's just a freaking hothead man. And Tony Ferguson, I dumb beard, very much dislike him as a person. But and it, we'd probably get along in real life. But I really like his fight style. And this fight has finally freaking come to an accumulation of everything that's happened over the last year and a half and like I said a year and a half ago I mean yeah it was a good fight and everyone wanted to see it but it's nothing nothing like it is now and both of them should be happy that you know things went the way that they did and both of them kept winning because I mean it's in a much better place than it was a year ago
1: I just feel like you can't sleep on Tony regardless, even if it does to go to the ground. He's pretty much 50-50 on finishes between striking and, and uh, well, knockouts and submissions. Um, He throws things from crazy angles. It's going to be fun. Um, main event, what are your thoughts and feelings? I give it to Woodley. And I give it to... I just don't think you can give Thompson more time to figure you
0: out. I think and and I think he opens up this time and when he opens up he gets caught because that's what happened the first time and he said this time I'm not going to I'm not going to sit on my punches I'm not going to sit on my kicks I'm going to open up more and I'm going to actually attack and when he did for, Woodley would catch him
1: I I just think he's going to maybe take a shot or two we've seen that he can actually take them yeah. and I think he's going to stay farther away from the punches is going to see him coming more often Woodley's I don't think he's so said.
0: explosive though but he's short. Watching, watching the first the first fight, both of them looked impressive in their discipline. But I think Woodley overall looked more impressive to me.
1: I think Thompson figured more things out than Woodley did in that fight.
0: I can agree with that. Um, I think this fight's 100% different than the first it's, fight. Well, that's
1: the thing about ties. It's super interesting because like I, I think I said this last week, um, I think losers learn way more than winners do. And so whenever there's a rematch, I usually favor the loser because they have they've they know what they're going to do. And the winner doesn't know how the loser is going to react and how they're going to adjust. That's what you saw with Nate. He didn't realize Connor was just going to come and kick the hell out of his leg. Yep. But when you both lose, you both know it's just going to be a completely different fight. I think we for sure see a finish in this one.
0: I think we do too. And I'll put it second. Second round. Second round? Second round. I don't think it gets out of the third. I think you're right. Um, I got Tyrone Woodley winning this one. I don't. I mean, usually with a wrestler, you have to kick, you have to kick their legs, but the fact is is Tyrone Woodley doesn't have legs; he has tree trunks, <laughs> and so Groot over here is gonna have. I I think I think Thompson comes in. He I think Thompson's gonna say he's gonna be more aggressive, but I don't necessarily believe it. No, him.
1: that's the thing is I like to, I I I think he keeps more distance,
0: and I think I think Woodley I think he does finally towards the late rounds. Four and five, I think he starts to open up after you he just did. said
1: it doesn't get out of the third. How are you speculate about four and five?
0: I think it does. I think it goes into four and five. I think one and two are, are a fill out round. Three is when it starts to open up. Four and five is when it finishes when one of them finally makes a mistake. And that's almost kind of where it went last time. I think it was the end of the third where where Thompson got got caught. Um, it could have been the fourth, but I think Woodley did more damage than Thompson did in that one round. Thompson just did more striking throughout before that.
1: This is one of those fights I couldn't care less who wins, but I'm super excited for it. I think it's going to be a very, very fun fight, fun card. I
0: almost feel like that's the, the entire card. Other than Evans, who I want to see win just so his career's not over, I don't care who wins the rest of these fights. No. I just want him to be good. You really Do you care who be, wins in Overeem Hunt?
1: Yeah, I want Hunt. I
0: don't like Overeem. I have no problem with Overeem. What, and Venata? you want Venata because you're on the Venata train.
1: Yeah, and I want Ferguson, and I want Rashad, and I want That's actually the only fight I don't care about. I just
0: really have no dog in any of these fights, man. And that's what makes it the most exciting. I like Khabib, and I've liked Khabib for a long time, but I like him because I hate him, just like Michael Bisbing. I don't like, deep down, I don't like Michael Bisbing, but that deep down hate for Michael Bisbing is what makes me love Michael Bisbing. And it's the same with Khabib. I don't like Khabib, and that deep down, like, not liking Khabib makes me like him. I might have a little bit of that with Ferguson.
1: Like I do want him. Like I, when he says stuff like his wrestling's not as good as mine or whatever the hell he said. It's like what idea. are you talking about? Shut up. You can like you have good submissions. I'm not saying you're you're a novice on the ground, but he's very good yeah. on the ground.
0: I think Ferguson. The only I could see the only way Ferguson I think wins on the game the ground is if he baits Kabib, lets him kind of take him down, catches the position that he wants, and submits him. Just like uh, Yair Rodriguez did to the one wrestler that took him down. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I mean, and if you know the dude's going to try and take you down, it's going to be a lot easier to bait him into a submission. But I think Khabib's got a ton of upper body strength. But that being said, I think we've about covered it. Good old 209. It's going to be a good fight that Carson won't be seeing. Shut up. We'll see it. Ever. The internet's going to block it, so you never, ever, ever see it.
1: I will literally buy this fight on pay-per-view after. I will do that.
0: <laughs> you I, I I found out ways to record it. So I might I may be able to record it. Karim Zidane.
1: So he is the he he is the hybrid of Benzema and Zidane. Yeah. He is French. He's gotta be French.
0: I don't know what he is. There's
1: no way he's not French. Look it up. He's gotta be K A R I M. Z-I-D-A-N-E
0: I don't know, but he's by far one of my f- my favorite MMA writers You French-loving, un-American man, Are you he, I think, no, I don't think he's I don't think he is
1: You look that up, he is French
0: Karim Zidane I'm looking it up right now For all of the internet to find out with us Karim Zidane I'm right. guessing he's got like half and half, right? His mom's probably Investigative journalist How's Zidane spelled? That's what's... Z-I-D-A-N. Is there any other way to spell Zidane?
1: Z-I-D... Z-I-D-A-N-E.
0: Mm, I'm here to discuss investigative work in Russia and beyond. It uh, doesn't look like this says... Sorry, guys, if you're just listening to me uh, look this up, but... That's okay. You have nothing we better to, to we do with you
1: here, yeah. We can, we can figure it out on our own time
0: writers anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in we really appreciate it tune in next week and make sure to tell all your friends about us bye